Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Jake Drysdale attended, attended the Greater Johnston School of Music for lessons when he picked up his first guitar at eight years old. Two years later, he began writing songs and in his teen years became fascinated with creating homemade videos and demos. Jake has spent most of his life making music and in more recent years has discovered the Americana sound, releasing his self-titled debut album, a folk rock concept album called Great American Racer. Jake joins us on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about that record and his life in music. Hi, Jake. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. You're in um, Pennsylvania, is that right? Yes, sir. Okay. We're we're uh, uh, almost neighbors compared to some of the areas that I talk to folks from. I'm I'm in Virginia, so... Um, we're, okay, we're, Just we're a few hours south. Yeah, same time zone. What uh, what a treat. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, court coordinating with um, folks uh, on the west coast or across the pond it gets a little tricky sometimes trying to figure out um, how to coordinate the call. So um, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So good to, good to talk to you. Is that uh, Pennsylvania been home for you for your whole life? Yeah, I was born and raised here. Okay. Um, are you in the city, in the country? What what part of Pennsylvania? Um, well, I live in Greensburg, which is about an hour east of Pittsburgh. It's okay. a pretty suburban community. Uh-huh. Cool. Um, how long has music been a part of your life? Um, my entire life. Yeah. Um, I was growing up, um, my parents collected CDs when I was a little kid, and uh, when I had some spare time, I would go through their collection, and I would discover a lot of my favorite artists that way. And they also had VH1 on the TV a lot, and that really kind of got me into wanting to do music for a career. Uh-huh. Um, I just always loved music. I got my first guitar when I was really young. My parents had no music background, um, but I just knew that I wanted to do this sort of thing, and they were very supportive. So they got me a guitar for Christmas when I was we little and then i started taking lessons and then just a few years later i began writing my own songs and dabbled in some music production as i grew older so you you started writing songs i think i read around 10 years old so pretty young yes sir yeah um that's not that's not what a normal 10 year old typically does how did how did you get uh turned on to songwriting um, well, I always liked to write and to spell. And when I was a wee little kid, like before I got into music, I would write little short stories. And then as hmm. I was starting to get into music, that form of storytelling just naturally went from, you know, writing, you know, stories and little short books to mm-hmm. writing mm-hmm. songs. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, and and so from there, I think I understood you. You actually kind of started even creating your own uh, recorded projects pretty young too, right? Yeah, um, I started self-recording my own music when I was twelve. Because hmm. um, I would just have like this little camcorder, 
and I would I would record songs that way. Hmm. It wasn't until my teens where I got like a decent microphone and an interface, and I would be able to do this more with you know with more enhanced quality, so to speak. Yeah, sure. And then when I went to college, I, I went for a music technology program, which was all about like learning Pro Tools and stuff. So nowadays, I'm definitely more knowledgeable in that sort right. of field. Yeah. When did when did it start to click for you that there might be something um, bigger than than a hobby f- with the music for you? Um, well, one of my best friends, his name is Kevin Probolski, and he's another local Pennsylvania musician. And we could just kind of bonded over our similar tastes. And um, he helped me record a few of my albums, like when I was like 15, 16. I remember the one summer I would go over to his house and I would record an album. I was working under the name Blue Navy at the time. And I would record the first album with him then. And it was just like a light bulb moment. Like, holy crap, you know, my music is really being translated Hmm. in a way that it's never been translated before. Because he had like really nice setup, and we were using like really good software. Okay, and I just, I just couldn't believe it. It was like you know this is this is what I want to do for my for my whole life. Hmm, that's cool. Um, did you so you you had a, a style initially that's not um, where you are presently, right? You kind of dabbled in some alternative right. styles of music, yeah. Yeah. Um, so. When I first started writing songs, it was, you know, very alternative rock. And then, as I was mentioning earlier, I was working under the name Blue Navy, which was initially kind of like a singer-songwriter type of project. Mm-hmm. And then it naturally evolved into, like, kind of like a dreamy, like, ambient type of project. Mm-hmm. Like, lots of reverb, lots of heavy synth pads, you know, just drown-out echo guitar and then with this great american racer record um it just it just started to get into more folk rock and you know kind of heartland rock type of sound and it's weird because even when i was making you know those ambient you know songs that i was making mm-hmm. i was still very influenced by like folk and like bruce springsteen and stuff like that okay and then for this new album, I just decided to, you know, go full ahead with that influence. The the songs on this new album, did you write them in this style for this record or, or adapt songs that you had already written? Um, well, all the songs that I had written for Great American Racer, like I knew going in that I wanted to make an all like a more acoustic centric album. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I, I was still, you know, very influenced by, like, the dreamy and, you know, hazy music that, you know, defined my earlier work. But I just wanted to, like, you know, take myself out of my comfort zone and make something that was a little more rustic sounding, mm-hmm. still very melodic, um, and kind of, still kind of layered in its production. What... Do you have a goal for this record, for this genre of music? Were you reaching out to any particular kind of community with the songs? Um, well, a lot of a lot of the subject matter on this record is very communal because it's a it's a concept album about uh, the heroin 
epidemic that's currently raging on in my area. Okay. And I just felt like um, that kind of sound would really help me focus more on the lyricism and the message. Mm. And that was definitely what I wanted to get across for Great American Racers. I wanted to tell a story, and I feel like using that lighter instrumentation mm-hmm. can, could really help propel the story. So when you started writing the songs for this album, did you have that story in mind? Was that the intention, or, or did that just happen as you found yourself in the middle of the writing process? Um, well, Great American Racer was pretty much made from you know my entire life experience, because I live in Greensburg now, but I used to live in a city called Johnstown, and Johnstown um, had a really robust steel and coal industry back in the day. Mm-hmm. And when I was growing up, those industries were, you know, definitely past their glory. And, like, I would just, you know, drive around the streets. Like, why are there so many empty steel mills and, you know, empty houses? And I began to, like, look into the history of the town, you know, even when I was young and when I was reading about everything that happened with, you know, the decline of the industries as well as the Johnstown flood of 1889, which took the lives of like 2,200 people. I was like, like, wow, this is just really, you know, sad stuff. Like, I can't believe I'm living in an area being, you know, have just seen better days Mm -hmm. per se. Mm -hmm. And I tied that in with the current drug problem of our community. As when I was growing up, there would always be these news articles about people overdosing on heroin or using cocaine and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And at first I thought, you know, maybe this problem is a little exaggerated. But then when I was really growing up and like going into my teens, it started to like trickle down into my own personal life with my friends and my family members. Mm -hmm. And I just thought this was a very serious problem that I needed to address. And I just felt that music was the best outlet for me to express those sentiments how long has this album been out this is your this is your debut album in in this genre at least right yeah this is the first great american racer album um it just came out on march 24th okay Um, but it's been in the works since 2018 it it took a long time for me to get this album out Mm -hmm. there okay are you getting any reception yet? Any feedback from it? Or have you has it been out long enough to get that? Oh yeah, I was I was featured on a local um, publication, a newspaper. I was also on the local news for the album. Mm-hmm. I was featured in a few different blogs. Um, it's been it's just been really exciting um, seeing it gain you know all this traction. Yeah, you know, yeah. As long as I've been working on this record you know, for it to get the attention that it's getting, it really means a lot to me. Yeah. I've been noticing, like, a lot of people overseas are listening to this album, too. Like, I have a lot of Italian fans hmm. for some reason. I was, I was just featured on a on an Italian podcast. They played the one song off the record. Um, UK, Australia, places like that, mm-hmm. besides America. I think that's just really cool. That is cool. Do you how do you get out and share this live? Do you have a, a, a an outlet for that? It's been kind of hard to perform live because 
most of the record I perform on by myself. Mm -hmm. So I don't really have like a backing band per se. Um, I have my one drummer friend named Autumn. She performed all the drums on the, on the record. We recorded it in two days and she did a fantastic job. Mm. Um, but nowadays, you know, I just play like solo acoustic, like stuff off the album and like some cover songs. I've been playing around Pittsburgh, trying to get more into the city and, you know, try to play at my feet there. Would you like to get out beyond that? Like is a, um, a, a tour of some kind uh, on the bubble for you? Is that something you, you would like to pursue? Oh, man, if only I wasn't working a full-time job. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to walk away from the stability, but yeah. I hope that someday I'll be able to, like, go around the country and, you know, perform this music. I feel like it could resonate with a lot of people. Yeah. So what what do you do? What's the daytime uh, uh, vocation that you do? So I work as a DJ. Oh, cool. and I also do some uh, trivia stuff, some karaoke stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm starting to do stuff for weddings as well, so it's so, been pretty cool. So this is a, a a mobile DJ or a DJ on the radio station somewhere? Um, so I actually work as a DJ for a casino. Okay. Um, and they just have these DJs come in on like the weekends. They perform songs for the crowd, and whenever there's a sporting event, we also do like prize giveaways and stuff. It could be a pretty fun job. Yeah, sure. So yeah, that's cool. Um. What what's on the horizon? Do you you have other stuff in the works? Are you are you writing more of this kind of uh, style? Yeah. So the plan is to you know keep you know the ball rolling on Great American Racer, just you know promoting it as much as I can and really getting it out there. I'm starting to get the gears turning for a second album. I just finished a demo the other day that I'm really really proud of, and I kind of wanted to you know continue the kind of folk sounds I was dabbling with on the first album. Just, I, I just bought like a 12 string electric guitar and I oh, want to cool. use that a lot yeah. for the, for the new album. Yeah. I think that could be a really cool way to get some extra, you know, melody in the, in the music. Yeah. So was this self-produced or were you able to get into a studio with this? Um, for, for the first great American racer album. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was, it was pretty much produced by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote all the songs myself, performed all the instruments, and then I recorded most of it in Erie because my buddy, uh, Brandon Salega, he lives in Los Angeles now, but he used to have a studio up near Erie, and I recorded most of it in like three or four days. Mm. And then I also recorded it when I was still in college, and I, I mixed it myself, um, most of it, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a very particular sound in mind for the record, and I feel like you know, having having it all in my hands would be the best way for me to yeah. express what yeah. I wanted to go for sonically. So, if I'm understanding you correctly, you you actually have some of these songs that you recorded as much as five years ago, and then some of them are more recent. Can you uh, can you see the progression in your in your own? Um, uh, music evolution as, as far as you, you know, growing and, and, uh, being stronger in certain areas and that kind of thing from, from five years ago to some of the music you've created recently. Oh, absolutely. I think that especially from a production standpoint, I've really grown. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because when I was going to college, you know, before I started classes, I was just making stuff with like one interface and one microphone and calling it a day. But now, you know, since I'm Pro Tools certified and have access to like a wide range of materials now, I feel like I can really express myself in a way that I couldn't have done five, six years ago. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's just really cool to see my progression. Not only that, but also as a songwriter, I feel like my craft, you know, writing lyrics and, you know, making music has just only gotten better over time. So I'm excited to see where the future takes me. Yeah. That's cool. Do you, do you have a favorite song on the record? Uh, my personal favorite song is a track called Isn't Bright, um, which was the first single that I released for the album. Okay. I think it just really summarizes everything about the album, both from a subject matter standpoint as well as what I was trying to go for in terms of sound. Mm -hmm. It's just like a really like lush, dreamy folk rock song with some like Bruce Springsteen-esque mm -hmm. you know, moments at the very end. And some jangly guitar riffs. It's just a dream song. Like it's a song that I always wanted to write. Yeah, that's cool. So what's what's the future? You know, if you could if you could project five years out, how would you how would this be going for you? What what do you what's on the bucket list? What would you like to see uh, your your music career look like? I would love to see um, you know Great American Racer still being listened to the new album. I hope to have at least another album out by that time. And I'm hoping that I can, you know, live in Pittsburgh pretty soon and, you know, really get my feet down in the city. Hopefully, you know, play more shows, get a band together and just keep doing music as much as I can. And if people want to get this album, they want to uh, reach out and communicate with you. What's the best way to make connections? Uh, listen to some of your earlier stuff. How's, how do you like to communicate? Um, well, I tell them to visit me on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I have a page for both called Great American Racer. And I talk about my earlier stuff on those pages sometimes as well. Um, you can also hit up my Bandcamp pages as well. Uh, Great American Racer about Bandcamp.com. And if you want to check out the Blue Navy stuff too, I have a Bandcamp for that. It's called Blue BlueNavy.Bandcamp.com. And... Uh place uh, a calendar somewhere where they could find you live and listen to you play live do you have do you have a list of events um not really i kind of just you know perform whenever i have a day off and you know feel like i can you know go out and perform but i usually play around like the greensburg area ligonier area pittsburgh area and i i put all the updates of where i'm gonna be at okay. on my facebook and instagram pages so yeah. you can just check there okay cool well, thank you, Jake. I appreciate your time, and uh, man, I wish you well with it. It's uh, it's cool music, thank you very and much. Um, you know the the shift is is neat. Uh, what you've done with it, and certainly a great cause. So, yeah, definitely um, best of luck to you on it. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate your time. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles, and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.